this is Kathleen. And Eric. And welcome to episode 110 of Thriftycast. 110, not bad. Yeah, I'm impressed. Um, how are you? I am really good. Um, I've been air frying everything in sight. Um, it is the appliance I didn't know I needed. And I love how it. Big, Sorry, what? How big is how big is it? Oh, I don't I don't know science. It's um you know <laughs> medium to large, I guess. I, I don't know. Um it fits a, a bag of French fries. Okay. Um I'm pretty delighted at how many things you buy that now have air fryer instructions specifically Ooh. on them. Mm-hmm. But as time goes by, I'm getting better and better at the guesswork. What's been the best thing and what's been the most disappointing thing? Um, the most disappointing thing, Patrick decided to do something that somehow involved cabbage. And I, I, yeah, and I had a really bad feeling from the outset. And sure enough, it was gross. Um, the best thing are the things you would expect, you know, your tater tots, your french fries... Um, mm-hmm. But um, we uh, cut up a steak, threw it in there, threw it in there with mushrooms. Heavenly. So good. Like the steak is perfectly done and tender. And the mushrooms are so just juicy and delicious. I, I'm a big fan. And normally with trendy kitchen appliances, I mean, talk about thrift. That's something that a person should absolutely thrift. Um, you know, there are always these trends that people go through. And there was a while where you could not swing a cat without hitting a, uh, bread maker, bread machine in a thrift store. Um, and going all the way back, I remember that it wasn't uncommon to run into the quote unquote hot doggery where you basically cook hot dogs by stabbing them on prongs and then they rotate and a light bulb gently warms your hot dogs. Yeah, but it takes a while. Oh, I mean, I don't know about the hot doggery, but it took a while for bread to show up. Sure, a, f- a few years. I don't regret yeah. buying an air fryer new, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take a while. I don't know when they started coming out, but I don't know that I've seen any at the thrift store. No, I haven't yet. And um, the other thing that's tricky about getting an air fryer at the thrift store is that a key is in the basket. You have such a uh, non-stick coating. Ah, uh. And I think what's going to happen when they start showing up at thrift stores, it's people who decided to put their air fryer baskets in their dishwashers or they scraped them with a fork or so I, I'm not really trusting that they're going to be great once they hit the thrifts. Mm -hmm. So, but, um, I'm a huge fan at thrift stores of single use appliances, the quesadilla maker, which I haven't bought, but I've seen plenty of times. A frying pan is a quesadilla maker. Um, I guess for the unimaginative or... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have so much cabinet space and I think a quesadilla maker is silly. Well, um, the the other uh, trendy kitchen appliance that really started to show up was, of course, the George Foreman grills. Yeah. And the problem I have with George Foreman grills, like, if I want food to have that consistency, I'll just iron it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, just not good. 
Um, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say no to a panini maker, which a panini maker, really a George Foreman, Foreman grill can substitute as, right? Yeah, kind of iron. Kind of an iron thing again. Yeah. Um, but I love the idea of um, high-end grilled cheese. Because I'm classy. Another thing, just in a pan. Just a frying pan for well, really good grills. I mean, it wouldn't be single-use appliances if... I know. Right? I'm saying they're silly. Yeah. I, um, I'm i going to defend my air fryer. Um, I, I That's different than a frying pan, but... Sure. Yeah. Um, I like to love how quickly it does things. Um, my next goal, I want to get like a tube of cinnamon rolls, and I want to make cinnamon rolls in there. I think it's going to happen quickly. I don't want them to obviously crisp too much, but I have a mm-hmm. feeling they're going to bake beautifully, so... All right. Okay. You've got yeah, yeah. Um, the other, the other thing that's been going on recently, I think I mentioned last time I've been watching the show Fringe. Mm-hmm. Um, Fringe, about halfway through season four, just abruptly jumps the shark. It just turns into a crap show. About halfway through the penultimate season, and so I've kind of fallen out of watching that. Um, today, not proud of this, but I've been watching The Surreal Life. (laughs) Um, every once in a while, really bad reality TV shows scratch an itch. And I stand by that. I feel like you're a lot more highbrow in that, in that regard. Your, your silence speaks volumes. Yeah, the look on my face, which nobody can hear, Uh uh, but you can see. You're serving... Oh, yeah, yeah. You're serving disdain. <laughs> you're serving judgment. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Reality shows. Yeah, and you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are causing the downfall of America. Yep. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm clearly sassy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I volunteered today. I got home. I walked the dog and ate. I do not have an air fryer, so I didn't air fry anything. Um but I'm good. It's really, it's raining out now, but it was very pleasant. It was very um, autumnal. The leaves smelled really good today. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I started buying a bunch of pumpkin spice everything. <laughs> so I had really good um, Trader Joe's makes their JoJo's, which are just like fake Oreos. Um, but they do a pumpkin spice one. Ooh. And I bought them like, a month ago mm-hmm. and they were so good and I went to buy more and of course they were gone um not to return till next year and I was sad um I bought a bunch of apple tarts from Aldi and they have them in cherry too which is what I what I really wanted but can I take back the best thing in the air fryer it was actually that apple yeah. tart it was that apple wow. tart um it was so good it was just heavenly so um, for anybody out there who who wants um, a, a big bite of autumn, <laughs> get out there. Yeah, because you're too late for the JoJo's, the mm-hmm. pumpkin spice JoJo's from Trader Joe's. Oreo um, did pumpkin spice. Were they um, not the chocolate kind, but they were like the golden kind? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Oreos does them. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't know. I haven't tried those, but the the flavor 
profile of the one from Trader Joe's were just really good. I'm not a huge pumpkin spice fan, um, but this was just a really good tasting cookie. And I'm sad. Yeah. Um, I only... I got the Oreos and I ate them and they were delicious. I ate what I think was part of them and now I can't mm-hmm. find the rest of them. <laughs> Patrick denies eating them, uh, but come on, I didn't eat them. Well, maybe I'll find them. Well, that's the hope, but where do you lose Oreos? How does that happen? I, I never lose Oreos, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For real. What's your what's your find of the week? Oh, um, first of all, can we talk about how good thrifting has been since you and yeah. I uh, recorded last? Um, we can talk. I went to visit you last weekend in Chicago. You and I went thrifting. Mm-hmm. We went to three. The other uh, two, two were one was okay, one was a total dud. But the first one we went to, the three story village on Twenty Sixth Street, was amazing. So my my find of the week, I got six Blue Willow grill plates, and I finally, you you don't know this yet, but you were with me when I bought them, and I was really excited about them, but they were made in occupied Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the stamp on the bottom. So um, it's the, you know, when we did the Blue Willow uh, episode, mm-hmm. I talked about the fact that that is the origin of the Blue Plate special. It was uh, Blue Willow Grill Plates. And so I, I have a set of six of them. I'm kind of, I, like, I need dishes, like I need a hole in the head. So I um, am probably going to sell them. And I got them for probably about a buck fifty, a buck sixty, I think, each. Yeah, they were half off. Yeah, and I was looking online, and I think they could um, go for significantly more than that. I'm hoping to get 15 or 20 bucks each. Nice. Mm-hmm. We did have really good luck at that first store, and I, I have to say we, we didn't get out till like, midday on Saturday just because of timing, and I was not I, – I didn't have the highest hopes because mm-hmm. um, it was a really nice day. It was very warm and sunny, and when we pulled up, it seemed like the store was pretty crowded. <laughs> so I don't know. I was thinking we wouldn't find stuff, but we did. And I um, never my- know your find of the week, but I know this one. Yes, my find of the week comes from that store. Uh-huh. Uh, Eric pointed out my find of the week. She actually pointed out the three best, the two of the three best things I got. That's right. That's flattering. Yeah. Uh, um, so it is a giant white snowman head. Um, it's from a company, and, and it's sort of hard to explain, but you'll get a picture and it'll make more sense. Um, it's from a company from downstate Illinois and they make a lot of um like small plastic things but they also make these they're called lamp lighters and they're different sizes they go on top of your this is assuming you have in front of your house a lamp on a pole um like people do slash did we were thinking it's not as common as it used to be and for the holidays you could put a Santa or a snowman or I can't remember the other ones we, we saw anyway um, over your light and have it be decorative. So this is enormous. <laughs> it is really big. 
and it fits around your light. Now, I don't have a light because I live in a condo, but I'm going to put some kind of light in it and it's going to sit um, just this disembodied head on my porch. And that will my porch decoration for Christmas. Yeah, it's a sphere that splits in half so you can put it over the lamp. And it's two feet in diameter, which is a lot bigger than you're probably thinking. At it, yeah, it was $4.20. So, and they're expensive. Like, I think the company still makes them. We found a few on eBay. Um, this is definitely the larger version. Mm-hmm. It is enormous. You know, in the store, it seemed big. It was also on the third story of the store. And we were both very, um, we had a lot in our hands. So we had to carry all our stuff down three flights of stairs and manage not to fall, which was impressive. And I was carrying a giant snowman head down the stairs. Um, I zip tied it together because it has these little like plastic screws sort of that hold it together and one is broken. So um, zip ties worked really well to hold it together. And yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. It's so weird and random. And now I have a giant snowman head. Um, But yeah, that that was my find of the week. I also found, um, Eric found this great vase, but told me it could not be my find of the week. It was a vase. (laughs) We've done vases. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. He was just like, you know, this can't be your find of the week. (laughs) Uh, I was like, fine, but it's gorgeous. And he found it for me. So that's pretty nice. But we had a very, we had a very nice day, even though we only went to three stores. We had a good Mexican lunch and three stores and the weather was lovely. So it was a pretty great day out. Out of curiosity, what was the third find? The third find was that owl. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah which is um, a ceramic pottery, whatever owl. It's from a Canadian pottery company that I don't own anything from. It's, I'm going to get the name wrong. It's like Blue Ridge Mountain or Blue Cascade Mountain or something, but it's um, has a very distinctive um, color color pattern. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, th- I thought it was that Canadian company. I just didn't know the name, but it's really, really pretty. I paid more than I wanted to for it, but I liked it enough that, I'm glad I did. Yeah. So, but the snowman was definitely my find of the week because it was weird and enormous. And pretty great. And pretty great, yeah. yeah. So right now it's sitting in oh, And I'll take a picture of it. So our topic for the day is things we love. And as always, I have no idea what this is. So... Yeah, my turn. So, um, it's blow molds. Oh, yes, sure. So um, so Christmas is coming, and tomorrow is Halloween, and blow molds aren't just for Christmas. So what's a blow mold? Um, Blow molds are those big, they also make tabletop ones, but most people think of big, um, plastic, hard plastic, um, things shaped like Santa, a nativity set, a um, giant pumpkin, a skeleton, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I love them. I have collected smaller blow molds for years and um, they're getting more and more popular. They, they have been for, I don't know, probably the last five, six, maybe even 10 years. I've lost all track of time, so I don't know. So tiny little bit of blow mold history. Um, they started out two dimensional so they weren't, you know, fully 3D. They were two-dimensional. And then in 1957, 
what happened in 1957? Pink flamingos. Oh, right. Sure. So the, the technology came along um, that they were able, able to make, um, affordably make 3D heavy plastic. You just blow plastic into a mold. It hardens. You can either do it all one color. You can do it a plain color and have it painted later. But 1957, pink flamingos come along and they are sold in five and dimes and they are a hit. People love them. And so after that, you start to get other things like that. Around that time, too, this is just my thought. I'm sure somebody has written about this, but you've got people moving into the suburbs, lots of space, lots of lawns, lots of garages. People suddenly have space to store things like a giant Santa um, or a giant snowman that they use for a couple weeks a year. That's not something that people would have had a lot of space for before, but Mm -hmm. they do now. So, you know, consumption making your house look better than your neighbor's houses, celebrating the holidays in style, they become popular. Um, And Christmas ones are the most popular because that's the holiday that people decorate for the most. So you've got your Santas, your snowmen, your soldiers, your nativity sets, like we said, your candles, your carolers, your angels. That's the standards. You know, there's a few other kinds, but uh-huh. Can I ask, did you have gro- blow molds growing up? Did your parents have uh, blow molds? No. My grandparents had a little Santa. Um, there are pictures of me with a little Santa that I will post a picture of. Um, a little tabletop one. And that's what I started collecting long before I remembered that or saw that picture. But living in an apartment slash condo now tabletop ones always seemed like a reasonable size Mm -hmm. where an almost full size Santa or snowman just never really made sense. But one of the reasons why they are so popular now, of course, is that fond nostalgia um, that people have for their past and everybody wants them now. Um, After Christmas, I would say it's probably Halloween that's most popular. And then you've got Easter. There's some patriotic ones. There's some uh, Thanksgiving. And then there's also some cartoon kind of ones, like some Disney ones were made and some um, like Daffy Duck and things like that. But really, it's Christmas and Halloween and Easter. Those will be the most. What, one of my greatest thrifting regrets is that probably about five years ago, I walked into St. Vinny's in Reedsburg, which is now wildly overpriced, but they had a pretty much a full um, nativity scene. Everything. And I think the most any one piece was was maybe seven bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And it drives me nuts that I didn't do that at the time. Yeah, you look those things up on eBay, and whew, they are pricey. Well, and the thing is, like, the that piece doesn't bother me as much. It's just that, like, oh, the thought that I could have a blow mold nativity scene sitting out in the yard. I got a big yard, right? And you and, do. You could have so many. Right, and just just like you're saying, it really could. Um, now that I have the space and I have the storage, you know, it like that could really pop like that could be a great thing i know when i was growing up um 
my parents had a pair of blow molds, mm-hmm. and they were candles that oh, yeah. that said Noel on uh-huh. them. And I remember not knowing what Noel was. Uh-huh. I hated those growing up. I thought they were so ugly. Um, and I, I mean, like, by growing up, I mean, like, 10, 12. You know, yeah. my parents would plug them in, and they would go out on either side of the front steps. And I look back at that now, and I so wish I had them. It's that nostalgia that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they probably long ago got rid of them, right? Of course, yeah. I um, Believe me, I have um, scoured my parents' basement for so many <laughs> things that um, I had so many Viewmaster reels, and for the life of me, I can't find my Viewmaster reels. Uh, but yeah, those those are gone. They had a set of um, Childcraft encyclopedias, which I would love to get my hands on. Um, they got rid of those at some point. Which I can't fault them. I mean, in a lot of cases, my parents have had like kind of a hoarding mentality. So yeah, so and it's there a, were some moves. There were some moves in there. Oh yeah, it's not like they stayed in one place. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so a couple more things about blow molds before oh, sure. we uh, before we close them out. Um. So popular into the seventies and probably even into the eighties, and then I'm not sure what year those big inflatable things came along. But, you know, they take up space. Um, newer, more interesting things come along. Tastes change. Things seem to start to seem dated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm thinking, like, of those big inflatable things with, like, the little compressor in it, you know, that blows air. Um, those got really popular. Icicle lights got really popular. You know, whatever it might be um, came along and suddenly seemed way cooler and neater, and people started to jettison their um, blow molds, which was a great time to buy them. Like, that's when you should have been buying them, because now they are a fortune. Um, you can still do well at some garage sales, some thrift stores. Every once in a while, you can you can do well. But um, people definitely are out there looking for them, and they, um, they know what they're worth. So a couple things about finding them in the store – if it's holiday time, they're going to be with the holiday stuff. They are big, though, um, unless you're talking about the littler ones. So you might want to look by furniture, because even though it seems weird, you might find Santa, like, next to a chair or on a chair yep. um, for sale. You also should think about looking out of season, because even though stores like to hold on to stuff for holidays... They don't necessarily want to hold on to a five foot tall, bulky plastic snowman or Santa or camel or Mary, um, you know, whatever it is you're looking for. And you'd be smart if you wanted such a thing to be looking and to buy it Um, because it's going to be a lot less expensive then than it is going to be come this time of year. Um, Things to kind of look for when you're buying them, they... We're pretty sturdy, but plastic does get brittle and can certainly crack and break. Um, I mean, depending on how precious they are to you and the cost, maybe that's fine if they have a little cracking somewhere. They definitely can fade um, depending on when they were made, how they were stored, how long they were left outside. You know, was it a family that put it out on December 1st? 
and then brought it back in in April. Um, so it was outside for months and months and months in the cold. It just might have gotten some some damage that way. Again, maybe that doesn't matter to you. Maybe it does. One thing I would caution people to look for is um, if it has any burn marks on it, people sometimes got a little carried away with the light bulbs they put in them and thought, hey, I really want this to glow. And they put in light that were too big. I did not know that. That is hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, people just like, oh, it'll be better if it's brighter. The recommendation is 40 watts or less. <laughs> um, well, what's it's not. Yeah, I, I was going to say what's interesting now is that with LED lights and LED, whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you can get that brightness with yep. a cooler bulb and less wattage. I, and, I was and a big recommendation. To oh yeah. LED. I was hoping you would talk about because I have a blow mold calf from the nativity scene, but you know it's Wisconsin, so dairy cows, whatever. So I just bought a calf at some point. It was, you know, affordable. Um, but the light no longer works. Can you talk about how to remedy that situation? You can buy, I mean, you could order them online or you can go to a place like Michael's would have them. Any craft store would have them. And I think they have them year round. Certainly this time of year, they will have them. You can get the cord with the light bulbs. Mm -hmm. You can also buy the cords and the light bulb separately. It's a night light bulb, you know, mm -hmm. those little tiny light, light bulbs. Um, that's what you need in those cords. And you can just replace those. Um, a lot of, it's good that you bring that up. A lot of times at the store, they will not have the cord um, because it stopped working. It's long gone. Um, at the shop that I work at, we buy cords and we buy light bulbs and have them to put in because um, a lot of them are missing them. Or they come with the cords so old and gnarly that you don't want to sell it that way for fear that it'll like explode or catch on fire. Um, so yeah, that's that's easily replaced. This time of year too, probably Walmart, any store that has Christmas stuff will have those by their light section. You're going to be here in two weeks and I'm going to enlist your help in restoring okay. my calf. So I'm with your cap. I might even have some cords here that I could just bring. Oh, that's so um, thoughtful. Thank we you. We might have to get a light bulb, but I, I definitely have some extra cords. I do um, I do have candelabra bulbs, and I think that's the nightlight size. So Yeah. Yep. Um so that's that's kind of a thing that I absolutely love. I don't know how many I have because I collect plastic Santas. So some of them are blow molds, some of them are very small celluloid or other kinds of plastic. Um, I don't have a lot of big ones. I have one biggish one um, that I got last year, but I haven't had a lot of those just because of space. Um, I feel like something we need to acknowledge is that blow molds are one of those things that right now I rarely... I, I never go into thrift stores where they don't know that those are very valuable right now. Um, I got, when was it? I got three blow molds, two candy corn and one snowman at the three story one 
a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And very reasonable. Whenever I have seen them at thrift stores in Wisconsin, usually a St. Vinny, they are at mm-hmm. minimum 35 bucks. No, these were all, and they weren't huge. You know, the snowman was kind of in between full size and tabletop. It was like a medium kind of size, but it had a broom with a wooden handle and the broom was still bare, mm-hmm. uh, which was impressive because they sell those replacement brooms on eBay. Oh, wow. <laughs> like you can buy a replacement broom, which cracked me up. Um, and I paid less than $5 for each one. It was like, I want to say it was like three something each for the candy corn and the snowman might have been four something. That That's fantastic. I never I see that up here. Ever see that up, up here in Wisconsin. Well, and then I took that picture of a Santa one at St. Vincent de Paul in Rice Lake and it was $50. Yep. That's, that's what I see. Yeah. It wasn't even very old and it wasn't even especially great. And it sold while I was there. Um, What's so tr- yeah, I, I think it is hard to get them now for an affordable price. Oh yeah. What, what's tricky is like, I will go to, I went to um, St. Vincent's in um, Appleton. So I walk into the store and they have, and the problem with nativity scene is that they often get separated. So there was like a magi, like one of the magi. Uh And that was 45 bucks. Oh my God. Yeah. So if you were going to put together a full nativity scene, Mm -hmm. like it's a second mortgage. You know, it's just nuts. Um, you can get new blow molds. I mean, there are companies making them. So depending on, on what's important to you, also cost. The new ones are not inexpensive. Wow. Um, especially the bigger the bigger ones. You know, mm-hmm. the more I'm saying full-size, like there are, you know, full-size Santas out there. Um, but they are not inexpensive, but... Walmart has them, and I think a lot of the big chain stores have them this time of year. Um, so There's a house down the road for me that is fully decorated for Halloween. They have a lot of the inflatables, like the giant dragon, and they have mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But they also have a ton of blow molds, and it's the same ones over and over again. I, I think I didn't realize that you could buy those new, because I was like, how did they find so many blow molds of the same sort? It's a ghost, I think, holding a pumpkin. Yeah, I think also there aren't, I mean, there aren't that many for Halloween, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe some of it is they, they just had older ones and they have a lot of the same ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, again, as always with the things we love, it's great to kind of keep your eyes open. And there's a chance that you can find these at actual thrift store prices where people haven't kind of um researched them to death so well in any kind of collection most people don't try to build a collection overnight yeah i mean i'm for years and years and years um to get a good number of them yeah so that's how any collection grows slowly of course and i love like Oh, if you happen to be Catholic and very spiritual, you can just have Mary out all year. Or, <laughs> or in my case, you're in Wisconsin, 
that cow is going to be like, <laughs> you know, people are going to be a deer cow. It's a dairy, dairy state. It's totally normal for it, you to have that cow. It is absolutely the dairy state. Thank you very much. Yep. All right. All right. So that's <laughs> our, our our topic um, of of things we love: blow molds. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Just look up ThriftyCast, all one word. And um, I love thrifting. I L U V thrifting on Instagram. Don't mean to brag, but when I went to the again great thrifting week, went to the Oshkosh St. Vinny's, I -hmm. found a purple velvet lampshade with gold trim. That was something. It was so... And the thing is, like, the gold foil was a little bit ripped and the seam wasn't great. I was so close to bringing that home. I ended up not doing it. But I also posted um, the donkey game. Yeah. Donkey party. Extra large donkey party. Extra large donkey party. And um, that came home with me. So. Nice. Yeah. You know. Very nice. Actually, and there was another, I think like a retired teacher just donated a bunch of stuff. Because uh-huh. there was another game where I'm like, oh, this looks really boring. And I opened it up and there was this very old, very old Sucrets tin in it. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm buying it for the Sucrets tin. <laughs> Added value. All right. All right. Well, again, thank thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.